1: What will we find in today's Thursday thrillers here on the Mutual Audio Network? A few baffling mysteries?
2: Perhaps a touch of murder? Let's find
3: out.
4: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance
5: recommended. This program is a duet collaboration with Purple Radio. Content warnings may be found in the episode description. DuArt presents The Three Musketeers Episode 15 Poison Sweetens the Wine
6: Monsieur d'Artagnan.
3: Thanks, Planchet.
6: Ooh, what does it say, Monsieur d'Artagnan?
3: It's from Aramis. So we know he isn't dead, which is good. None of us have seen him since yesterday afternoon. At least he's not been imprisoned alongside good Athos. Treville said he would go to the king today, but but yes, Aramis. He writes, Dearest d'Artagnan, I approach you with a delicate matter,
4: one which concerns... Ha! Ha! One which concerns a a lady lady in in need. need. Earlier at 3 or 4 this morning, I received an urgent request for aid from a certain madame in retrieving a lost item. Unfortunately, I am called away on family business for the next six or seven days and am unable to lend her my discreet services.
3: My discreet services?
4: For a certain as-of-yet unnamed madame? Perhaps you question why I have volunteered your services and not those of our other friends.
3: Well, that is true.
4: This is because Athos would surely take issue with the fair madame's family, over which she has no control. And as for Porthos, you can imagine how he might boast of the favours rendered to this lady, which simply will not do. So I ask you to preserve the exploit in absolute secrecy. Not for my own sake, but for the honour of this woman who desperately needs assistance. Even though it's Aramis, there's no way to
3: say no.
6: Huh, he says to meet her in front of the Hotel d'Aguillon in an hour.
3: Planchet, stop reading over my shoulder. Don't you know it's ungentlemanly to poke your nose where it doesn't belong?
6: Oh, but Monsieur d'Artagnan, I was only following by example.
3: I beg your pardon?
6: Before Monsieur Athos was arrested, you went out twice to find out if Porthos was meeting his duchess, once to follow Grimaud on his errands to Athos, and you even watch Aramis like a hawk when he's on the dueling stairs. One of them only has to leave the room for you to ask the other two about his private affairs.
3: Don't be ridiculous, Planchet, I do not. Damn, is it really so obvious?
4: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just
3: Athos, Porthos, and Aramis are all so accomplished. It's natural to try and learn more, isn't it?
6: Pah! Only if you aren't caught.
3: Well, they know everything about me. Well, they know that I'm from Gascony, I'm penniless, and I'll do whatever it takes to become a musketeer.
6: Oh, and that's all there is to you?
3: Well, no.
6: Oh, right. Your crush on Constance. The only other significant part of your personality.
3: You too, Planchet?
6: <sighs> Sarcasm, Monsieur D'Artagnan. You're plenty unique. I've watched you write too many letters home to your parents and seen you brood at your window for too many hours to think that you boil down to, what, uh, three, four things?
3: Thanks, Planchet. <sniffs>
6: Also, you go to church twice on Sundays. <laughs>
3: uh, masses are longer back home, all right. Feels like cheating if I only spent half the time in church here.
6: Oh mon dieu. Just just go in, get your bread, get your wine, get out. That's all you need.
3: That's not how it works, and quite frankly, it's disrespectful. You Did know. you hear that? Could you stop interrupting Shh, me? Sh- 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 sh.
6: You heard that, right? It's coming from downstairs.
3: Yes, that's bizarre. Monsieur Bonacieux told me he would be out all day. Pardieu, someone must be breaking into his apartments again. Planchet, grab that room and follow me. Be ready to whack. Ah, an excellent thief. The door is already unlocked. Who goes there? I warn you, I am armed. Calm down, it's only me. Oh, Constance. What are you doing here? I, I mean... There's no need to whisper.
7: You live here. I needed to take some things from the cabinet, but did not want to disturb my husband.
3: He went out to meet a new friend of his.
7: Oh. In faith, I have not seen Monsieur Bonacieux since I was abducted. And you know how he is, always poking his nose where it doesn't belong?
6: Oh, quite ungentlemanly.
7: Precisely. I do not have the mental energy to recount all that has happened in a way that would satisfy him.
3: So you're avoiding him?
7: You aren't very subtle, are you?
3: Anyway, I I was wondering. Because you're here, I was wondering...
6: He was wondering...
3: Really, Planchet? I was wondering if you were doing anything for the next few hours. I've... I've sort of been invited to a noblewoman's house on some errand, and I thought, because as you know a lot about Parisian noblewomen, that...
7: <laughs> D'Artagnan, are you actually asking me to come with you to your mistress's house? Mistress? She's not my. Constance, no, I,
3: I would never. I don't. Constance?
7: <laughs> oh, I'm only teasing, I'm only teasing. Oh, but look at you fidgeting with your uniform. Oh, Planchet, is he always so adorable? Uh, no, madame. <laughs> in any case, D'Artagnan, you are in luck. I am free until two, and as you said, I am quite the expert in Parisian noblewoman.
3: Oh, thank God. I truly have no idea what she wants with me. I've never even met her in my life.
7: Uh, he
6: has a letter.
3: I have a... yes, I do. Here, maybe this will explain things.
2: Can't you hurry this up? I grow tired of staring out this window. English weather grows drearier the longer I spend here. Oh, oh, so I'm sorry, milady. I. Oh, and you haven't even the spine to protest. Though I can't say it surprises me. Your name is Kitty, isn't it? Uh, yes, milady. Uh, my apologies, milady. It does take a while to pin your hair up just right, but it's worth taking time over. I really am going as fast as I can, lady. I asked for results, not excuses. Mm. I am worth taking a while over. Fetch the hand mirror, kitty. Uh, yes, lady mm. Yes, the dress brings out my eyes just right, and it sits not too low on the shoulder. Send me away looking like this, Rochefort. I see you sweat every time you glance at me, begging yourself not to look. (laughs) Uh, Ahem. Is is that all, my lady? Is that all? Why, you wretched creature, you'll be dismissed when I say you are. My leering bastard of a brother-in-law can't protect you here. Mm, But I must say that these pearls in my hair are quite artfully arranged. Kitty, a pretty name for a pretty face. Oh, why, thank you, my lady. Now, my pretty little kitty, why don't you bring me my knife? It's in the top drawer. <gasps> now! Oh, oh! There now, that wasn't so hard, was it? Oh, my pretty little kitty, you're trembling. <laughs> Did you think this was for you? <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, mistress, of, of course not.
1: <laughs> I fear that this woman may do some great
2: evil tonight. God judge me, but I am glad. It will keep her from doing some great evil against me. Now that is all. Away with you. I will not have your incompetence bumbling this.
1: Uh, Yes, my lady.
2: There we go. As sharp and fatal as a smile now good evening my lord Buckingham no no that's not right good evening my lord Buckingham a fine coincidence meeting you tonight
7: Any idea why she wanted to meet us in front of the Hotel d'Aguillon? Cardinalists infest the place like termites.
3: I haven't the faintest clue. Oh, is that her crossing the street? Oh, no. No, she's getting into a carriage. Hmm. Where is she?
7: You're being hasty. Madame is only a few minutes late. Uh, Pardon
1: me, but are you the Monsieur d'Artagnan? Uh, no.
3: That's me. The comically rude one over there is my lackey planchet, and my good friend here is...
7: <gasps> Madame d'Aguillon.
3: Now is not the time for games, Constance.
1: She means me, monsieur. I am the Duchess d'Aguillon. I, I, I... Madame, it is an honour. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. My dear friend Aramis said that it would just be d'Artagnan, but... The situation is so desperate, it might require all of us. Although, I do not think I could hide the presence of two men.
3: Uh, Planchet can can stay stay outside. outside. As Aramis wrote to me, I believe it would be prudent for me to be the one to accompany you.
1: Ugh, fine. Thank you. Please, come inside, before anyone sees you.
3: Mon Dieu. A grand hotel, Madame D'Aguillon.
1: Yes, quite. A hurry now. Up to my chambers.
7: Oh <sighs> Phew Madame Duchess, is there anything I can get you? A glass of water? No, nothing.
1: Thank you. Constance, wasn't it? Yes, Madame. <sighs> You must be wondering the reason for all this secrecy. The reason is, because I have lost several things of great importance to my uncle. They were given to me two days ago for safekeeping, and last night they escaped. Escaped? I was so terrified that my uncle would find out that I wrote to Aramis instantly. But he was leaving Paris on some urgent business, but promised to write to you, Monsieur d'Artagnan. Who would not care about my reputation before helping me?
3: Madame, I know nothing of your family, nor reputation, and even if I did, it would be my honour to serve.
1: Aramis said as much. Now, my uncle dotes on me, to the point that malicious rumours have somewhat ruined my reputation. But despite his love, his fury is impossible to bear.
3: What precisely was lost, Madame?
1: What was lost? Only Pyramus... Thisby, Wiggy, and uncle's favourite, Soumise. The others are locked away in my dressing room, thank God.
3: And Pyramus, Thisby, Wiggy, and Sumise are...
1: They are cats, Monsieur d'Artagnan.
7: Madame, I am sure Monsieur d'Artagnan only wished to know what these cats looked like. Thanks.
1: Anytime. Oh, well, Pyramus and Thisby are sort of reddish-brown and are always together, Soumise is big, fat, and dark grey, and Wiggy is about, uh this small. She's white. Now please, please help me find them. I've been looking since last night and have found no trace of any of them.
7: Monsieur D'Artagnan, and I will get on it right away. Oh,
1: thank you ever so much. I will continue searching on the top floors. Feel free to move about the house. Judging by your clothes, both of you could conceivably pass as servants. Oh. I am sorry, Monsieur d'Artagnan. I'm used to speaking without thinking. I did not mean to insult you.
3: It is nothing. Thank you immensely, Madame d'Aguillon. Constance, shall we?
7: You don't know about d'Aguillon? At all? No? What does it matter? Well, I suppose if she just wants us to find cats and it doesn't. Where should we
0: start?
3: Hmm. Maybe...
0: Oh! Is that young d'Artagnan I see? What the devil are you doing here? Francoise! Francoise! The lieutenant!
7: Lieutenant Francoise is you! Francoise
0: de... Yes, the very same. And are you the Constance I keep hearing so much
7: about? Unless d'Artagnan knows never Constance, then yes.
3: Lieutenant, we are here on a quest to find four missing cats. If you wish, you can assist us in our search. And yourself? What brings you to this hotel?
0: Believe me, if it were up to me, I would never have set foot in this vile place. I just finished delivering some documents, and now I want to wash my hands. Although, since you're here, I may as well stick with you. Tell me, D'Artagnan. I didn't know musketeers and their friends in the guards like yourself fraternised with the likes of Daguillon. Why shouldn't we? (laughs) You're joking, right? You're not joking. (laughs) Oh, you provincial Gascons! How ignorant you are of Parisian affairs! Madame Françoise,
7: please reconsider your tone. After all, D'Artagnan does not laugh at your ignorance of rural politics.
0: He doesn't laugh because he knows provincial affairs are not worth anyone's time. Uh. Madame Francoise,
7: I respect your decision to become a soldier, but it gives you no right to be as rude
0: as one. A servant girl? Talking down to me?
3: What if we all split up? That way we could find the cats quicker. I I can take the gardens, Constance can take the private chambers disguised as a maid, and Francoise can look in the public spaces since she's allowed to be here anyway. How does that sound?
0: I see no issue with it. Neither no, do I.
3: A rendezvous in Madame D'Aguillon's antechamber in twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> the
7: one who finds the fewest cats has to buy the others dinner.
0: Uh You're on.
8: And she blushed like a Puritan. Why, his majesty can be a most ribald fellow when incognito.
0: (laughs) Sounds like the fisherman's daughter was hoping to catch an eel.
1: (laughs) It sounds like his majesty spends rather a lot of time making ribald comments in the company of his grace the duke.
4: Like father, like
1: son.
8: (laughs) And what do you suppose by that, good fellow, do you wish to see my sword?
0: That's what the king said.
8: If you make another comment insulting the late majesty's memory, I shall be forced to. My
0: lord duke,
2: good evening. What heavenly alignment has brought you here
8: tonight? Oh, hold. Those eyes, blue as the ice that sheets a frozen lake. That elegant figure, the frost that curls up windows. Those hands, pale as snow, and that soul as pure. Why, it can only be Milady de Winter. <laughs>
2: You have the right of it, my lord duke, and I should recognise your own noble, bearing, princely dress and manly shoulders anywhere.
8: Ah, quite, lady. The aspect of the man must announce him as well as his words. And
2: it does, might I say, my lord. Be it those diamond studs you wear are positively royal, fit for a queen.
8: Or a king, or a duke. I thank you, milady, for your words, but this is a ball. We are not here to converse, but to dance, shall we?
2: My Lord Duke, I've only just ascended from my rooms. Shall we not lubricate the wheels of society with a little wine first?
8: Ah, I forgot myself. Lead on, milady, lead on.
2: Closer, Duke. Hold me closer. We need not dance so stiffly.
8: Milady, the times when we danced that way were long ago.
2: Might it not be so again, my Duke?
8: Ha <laughs> ha! Milady, you truly are one of the most charming women I've ever met.
2: <sighs> one of the most? Why? I must know my competition.
8: Oh, the courts of France and England are replete with pretty young noblewomen.
2: Oh, you are acquainted then with the Parisian court?
8: Not for some time, my lady.
2: Come then, a little more wine and I'll tell you all about it. A little more wine and I'll have you cornered.
8: Oh, uh, my beloved queen, I will not forget you. Lead on, my lady. <sighs> Lead on.
2: Shall we return for another dance, my Lord Buckingham?
8: Oh, Milady de Winter, I, uh, I'm i astounded that you can still stand up straight, but the, uh, the banqueting hall is back there. Where are we at? Oh.
2: A little weak on our feet, are we, my Lord Duke?
8: No, I'm not in the least inebriated. Not in the least.
2: <laughs> my Lord Buckingham, I believe you are in need of assistance.
8: Milady, i I assure you, I can walk. You need not put your hands um
2: propriety you are but a man, my lord, and man is weak. all sins can be forgiven,
8: your hands are paler than us, your hair fairer, no, you are not she, I do not love you.
2: There is no lie sweeter than love, my Lord Duke, and no venom more excruciating. How will it burn when she tosses you aside?
8: No. She loves me. She can never suffer to hurt me.
2: There is a way out. I can show you.
8: I... I cannot...
2: (sighs) Unfool. With these two studs, I can turn that love into a noose around your neck. So easy to take a life. But your love will be suffering enough soon. Claw at it, tear at it, feel the life trickling from you. So many people have done me wrong, Duke. And every one of them will feel the bite of my vengeance. A shame that you chose to join their ranks.
8: No, no, no. No, what are you doing?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you will barely remember this come morning. Sleep now, sleep my little Duke. And dream of me?
3: one of the cats will try and catch a bird. This is a nice garden. It smells like wildflowers and pond weeds. God, I didn't know I'd miss the smell of untamed grass so much. If I close my eyes, I could almost believe that I was back in... No! Now is not the time to get sidetracked. Without a cat... No, I can't afford to buy everyone dinner. Where's the kitty? Where's the kitty? Did I imagine? It came from over there. Ah, out on the lawn. It's Wiggy. Wait, wait. I have to be quiet. Ha, gotcha. Ow! Virgin Mary, mother of Jesus shitting Christ. Christ damn. Oh, my finger. Oh, I'll get you, Wiggy the Cat. I'll get you.
9: Going behind those bushes, are you? Ha! Well, just you, wait, Just you. Aha! Young man, what are you doing here? Oh! uh,
3: Pardon, monsieur. I didn't see you sitting on the bench. I was just... I I was, um... uh, There you are. I beg your pardon? Oh, um, I was trying to catch Wiggy here. Here, kitty, kitty. Come to me, little Wiggy.
9: Ah, I see. Come up here, Wiggy. (coughs) Huh. She jumped straight into your lap, and without scratching you. She knows I have treats in my pocket. (coughs) So, young Monsieur, for what reason did you need to catch her? Well, she escaped from Madame d'Aguillon's chambers, and the Madame did not wish that her uncle would be troubled with the disappearance of one of his cats. Ah, perfectly understandable. I've heard that her uncle is most peculiar when it comes to his cats. Yes, well, we're all peculiar when it comes to something. Sorry, sir. Do you know who tends to these gardens? They give me the most peculiar feeling. I did not see to the entire garden's upkeep, but I designed it to resemble the marshes of Poitou. It is truly extraordinary. You know walking through this place,
3: I realised something a little frightening. All this time I've been in Paris, I'd never felt as comfortable as when i have been alone, in this garden. And the smells, the sounds, the greens, the water, they take me somewhere that I do not know I can ever return to. Odd.
9: I can tell a stranger what I can't even tell my best friends. Funny how the world works, eh monsieur? I understand completely. Tell me, young monsieur, what is your occupation while in Paris? I'm a guardsman in the company of Dessessart. Well, only sort of. Ah, they are close with the king's musketeers. Have you received a commission? Um, well, monsieur, not really. I'm on probation, so I'm not exactly getting paid. Tss, 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 an unpaid internship. A despicable practice. Wiggy here agrees. Well, I do
3: enjoy it, but, well, as I said before, I don't precisely fit in. Most of my friends are in the Musketeers, but even with them, well, they were just brought up differently. Go on, Monsieur. <laughs> my father is the biggest cardinalist there is, but my friends here call Monsieur the Cardinal the Red Duke, and not in a
9: complimentary way. <laughs> the Red Duke. Oh, I shall have to remember that one. Hmm. But what of yourself? What do you believe? <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure yet.
3: morbleu the, the cat rendezvous! I'm, I'll, I'll be late! Monsieur, if you'll permit me to return that cat, I promised Madame de Guillon I would not be late. Naturally. Here. Gentle now. I got her. Uh, you won't tell the madame's uncle about any of this, will you? I would hate it if she got in trouble because of me.
9: I shall not breathe a word to anyone. Goodbye, monsieur. It was pleasant meeting you. What an interesting young man. Ah, Now to brush all of this cat hair off my clothes.
5: Oh,
0: you've returned already? As of you.
7: I found Soumise in a pot down in the kitchens, ripping a fish to shreds. I left her Madame d'Aguillon's room, went to see if I could find the others. Ah. Uh,
0: there was a pair of cats sleeping together in the library, near the section on natural philosophy. I scooped them both up in one hand. Oh? But, like Icarus, I was overconfident, and they ran off somewhere after giving me a scratching that I'll not soon forget. See? That looks bad. Shall I go for some water? Oh, no. No. Listen, what I said earlier. Yes? I just don't understand why you defended D'Artagnan, knowing the kind of ordeals we women face. Why, I cannot convey the pain I endured in insults and attempts to have me dismissed from the guards after I revealed that I was a woman. It was only because of my father that, well, what Gascon's face is nothing compared to that.
7: (sighs) Lieutenant Francoise. Yes, the cards are heavily stacked against us, but that doesn't mean that they aren't stacked against D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan's pain at being made fun of for being a Gascon does not invalidate your painful experiences that come from being a woman. They are separate. Those that hurt you were wrong to do so. But does that make it all right for you to make fun of D'Artagnan for the cards he was dealt? I...
0: I never thought about it that way before. No wonder D'Artagnan doesn't stop talking about you. Which noblewoman are you a dressmaker to? If she is even half as quick-witted as you, she must be formidable.
7: (laughs) Oh, she is. Unfortunately, as with d'Artagnan, I cannot reveal her identity to you, especially considering you're in the Hotel d'Agrion, which has such strong ties to his eminence.
0: Uh Aha! Well, now you've narrowed the field to about half of all Parisians.
7: I have a question, if you wouldn't mind answering. Is this a distraction? Hmm, perhaps. It may be a bit personal, but ever since hearing about you, I've wanted to ask. I'm listening. Why did you stop pretending to be a man? You managed to rise all the way up to Lieutenant as Francois, I've heard. So why did you return to calling yourself Francoise? I'm writing a book, you see. ha <laughs> ha.
0: And you're a writer, too. Hmm. I tell most court idiots that it was harder to duel with my chest all bound up. But you're no fool. It was agony, but I could have dealt with that for years. It was more of this feeling. I joined the guards because I didn't fit in with the women. But then... Huh. I realised I didn't fit in with the men, either. I couldn't... Talk to anyone about anything. I couldn't stop picking myself apart. And then it became too hard to pretend anymore. And so I stopped. I'm just me now. Just Francoise, Lieutenant in the Guards. Thankfully, my connections meant that they couldn't take my commission from me, but.
3: Oh no! You two are back already.
7: You've been waiting ages. You look like you've been dragged for a hedge backwards.
3: It was worth it. See?
0: Damn! Oh, I suppose I'm buying dinner then.
3: Oh? Well, I thought for sure it would have to be me.
0: We still need to catch the last two cats. Françoise, you said they were in the library? Not anymore. They flew upstairs when I, uh... Look who I found at the top of the
1: stairs!
7: <laughs> <laughs> That's all's that. The others. Did you manage to find them? Sumise is inside.
3: And Wiggy is here.
7: Oh,
1: words cannot express just how indebted I am to them both of you.
3: Madame, please, it was our pleasure.
1: Please, if there's anything I can do for you, now or in future.
3: Madame, truly.
1: If I can help with anything at all, really. M-
3: ma- madame. No, really, I insist. Madame, Please.
0: Oh, Planchet is here too. I'll go and say a quick hello, and I'll meet you back at the barracks, D'Artagnan. Don't worry, we'll all see each other at the Pont de Pan tonight. Promise.
3: Until then. Now, Constance, was that a fun outing?
0: Hmm,
7: debatably. But I got to meet Francoise. Mm? Hmm? I'm sorry, D'Artagnan, but I have to dash. I said I would report to my mistress at two. Oh,
3: Uh, Of course. you had best hurry, then.
7: Yes, right. Well, goodbye.
3: But I'll see you at dinner tonight, right?
7: Of course.
3: Goodbye.
4: Yes. 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 Yes.
3: Ah. (whistles) Oh, Planchet, how are you? I am doing superbly.
6: Oh, good for you. Hey, so, I've just been talking to the boys down here. Apparently, the place really is full of his eminences men. (laughs) You didn't see Cardinal Richelieu in there, did you?
3: As if. Madame de Guillon was very kind to us, though. Here, catch!
6: Ooh, money! (laughs) Ha ha! You know, I misjudged the madame. I thought she was going to be just like in that song.
3: That song?
6: Oh, you know. You know, the the one about the cardinal.
3: Oh, that song. That's about her. Mm-hmm. But there's that whole line about her and incest. I wonder what that's supposed to mean.
6: Dunno. Songs are just weird like that sometimes. Oh, well. Oh, well. Take Take your sins and confess confess to the virtuous cardinal Take your sins sins and confess a communion But
5: you'll have to to wait in line for the pothead Is it's it's to finish his studies without a
6: now, when, when the cardinal, cardinal grows bored of confessions, confessions, he turns, he turns to sweet niece D'Aguillon. He ties her with, with rosary, says, call me King Louis, and, and recite your Mary's Mary, while I answer your prayers. We hope
5: you've enjoyed episode 15 of The Three Musketeers. The cast in order of appearance was Jake Figueredo as Planchet, Alex Kumesh as Yartanian, Peter Furbank as Aramis, Olivia Adeley as Constance, Anna Truesdale as Kitty, Alex Hart as Milady, Emily Tarbuck as Daguillon, Izzy Dautry as Francoise, Anthony Ford as Buckingham. Alistair Hall and Megan Ratcliffe as English gender Nobles, gender Jacob Frieder as Richelieu. The Three Musketeers was jointly directed by Nicole Blanco, Lauren Brewer, Sonia Seraf and Daniel Machale. Music created by Oli Fab. Main theme by Oli Fab and Kat Patelis. Editing was done by Ode Hoagie and Jay Figueredo. Our folly artists were Natalia and Stone and Jay Figueredo. This show is based off Alexander Dumas, The Three Musketeers. Scripts were written by Jay Fagredo, Matthew McConkey, Izel Salman and Sam Turnbull. The producer team was Sophie Tice, Victoria Liberufalo and Jay Fagredo. For a full list of cast and crew, see our website. I'm Artemis Lam. Or to support the show, come join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash duads. That's D-U-A-D-S. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram.
3: This is Thursday Thrillers, audio with action on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow on Mutual with Friday Follies, the the end-of-the-week collection of
0: comedy cut-ups. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or find the Friday Follies feed in your favorite
4: podcast players. Now that's a lot of F's. The
7: Mutual Audio Drama Network